You ready? I'm ready. My segment isn't good, by <laughs> the way. Thank you for doing this, by the way. That's all right. Thanks for having me. It's fun. I like it. <laughs> uh, so banter. 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 This is this is what happens every time we try and have banter. You <laughs> yeah. go banter, and then that leads us nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. So what we need to start doing is coming with like a thing. Well, I did. I did last time. I did the faces thing, which I you forgot. did. Yeah. But and then we got some banter out of that. Yeah. That'll do. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Voice for TV. Hello and welcome to Voice for TV. I'm Andy. And I'm Luke. And this is a podcast where we go out and research random topics and then try and educate each other. We do, although uh, educate is used very, very loosely. Very useful. Usely, usely apparently is a word now. Usely. Do you want to try that one again? No, nope, I'm cool with it. <laughs> you want the other? <laughs> what have you got today? Uh, today I have got drink. Ooh, and I've got myself. Uh, I drew myself out of the fez. You drew yourself. And, and children's literature. I'm very excited to see what you come up with for the Andy topic, to yeah. be honest. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a bit shit. Uh, we also have a guest. We've got a guest. Yeah, we've got a guest. How exciting! I know. Let me just because there's there's quite a lot of stuff. She's an actor, uh, a director, producer, filmmaker, writer, artist, business owner. Is there anything she can't do? That is quite a long CV. Yeah, it's. I mean, there's there's obviously shitloads of stuff that I've missed out, but there's yeah, she's amazing. Uh, you must have seen her in the hit Shudder original movie Host. I have seen Host. You have seen Host. Uh, the I, hit Shudder original. I, I know her as the loveliest person I've ever met. I feel a little offended, but yeah, yeah. I'm actually, a... it's, that checks out. Yeah, <laughs> it's sweet Caroline. Ba ba ba. Sorry, Caroline, had to. How are you doing? Oh, she's frozen. Oh, technical issues. Fantastic. Oh. <laughs> as soon as we introduce her. Oh, God. She's... Not, I mean... <laughs> she back? Is she back? Hello. There she is. Hello, Caroline. That Carol- was the perfect time to cut out. I don't know when she cut out. <laughs> How far in did you get? I cut out when you said... Um, so it was it was kind of like mid bits, and then it cut out when you were like, "I know her as the loveliest person," and then Luke said, "I'm offended." I sang "Sweet Caroline." That's yeah. oh and, no! Yeah, That's you missed favorite. it. I'm afraid. That's never. We can't do that again. I can't do that again. Well, I think you're gonna have to. I'm, I'm gonna hang up. So. Sweet Caroline, <laughs> ba, ba, ba. <laughs> how are you Yay, doing? Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Tell us a little about Host and and host. your other business venture. I am because... dying to discuss Host, but tell us about the rest of your well, well, well. There's, there's CV ho- first. There's Host. There's there's It Girl Productions. Uh, tell us, pick one. Pick one. Which one should I pick? I'm going to pick my cards actually because okay. I I because it's Black Friday. I've gone a little bit. Um, I've got a bit excited and I've ordered some machines, <laughs> and this is one of them. I've got oh, a giant printer. <laughs> oh, so I bought my myself God. a printer so that I can print off my designs, and then I've ordered a massive machine that like it cuts out 
like wood and stickers and stuff so I'm going to turn them into like my characters I'm going to turn my characters into stickers and stuff to go along with the greetings cards amazing so, uh, so Caroline has has her own greetings cards characters wow. like with the I think the main one that is is a cactus so I've got That's... where are they I've got oh it's got a box show and tell it doesn't really work on a podcast but we can describe them to people <laughs> so where's one here we go we've got oh i like hang on oh my god sorry this is very entertaining for everybody involved it's fine we'll cut all of this shit out. <laughs> i think you should keep it in i think it's I, i'm fascinated though oh here we go this one so this one's herbert and he's a sad onion really <laughs> onion he's, who was crying he's crying so he's an onion and he's crying and the it's a sorry card because he's a crying onion. But yeah, they're called <laughs> Caroline's card. characters and they're all like funny little little motifs of like little people who have got, I don't know, like someone who likes to meditate but next door's got a five-year-old who is always like <laughs> playing the clarinet or something. So it's just, it's just like silly little things. But yeah, I want to make them? them into like uh, stickers and like tote bags and stuff, so... Gonna... Where, where can we get them? Where can we get those? Oh, so they're on Etsy. So they're on, um, it's called Caroline's Characters, but you've got to type it in as one word because if you do a space, it doesn't right. work. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. Caroline's so Characters, on one fun. word on Etsy. on Etsy. Yeah, smashed it. Yeah. And there host, we go. Oh, that host. was an unexpected plug. There we go. How exciting. Yeah. <laughs> unexpected? What, did you, what, what are you here for? For the whole dozen <laughs> people who uh, I'm here to teach you about to this my podcast topic. and struggling for Christmas presents. This, this is literally <laughs> the only opportunity we're going to give you to plug anything. So That's so. not true. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be plugging host for like the entirety of the podcast, if I'm honest. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, when's, when's the... Uh, when's it, there's, there's a cinema release, isn't there? Yeah, host? so I think it's the 4th of December or the 5th. Something cool. Like so as soon as lockdown ends, people can go and watch it. So to clarify, it is currently on Shudder, which is the online streaming horror service, yeah. and it's getting a cinema release in December. Yes. That's really exciting. It's so cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, definitely going to go watch it on the big screen. I would love to watch it on the big screen. It'll so. be the third time I've seen it. Uh, Andy <laughs> made me watch this in preparation for you being on the podcast, I did. Uh, and I'm so glad he did. Because no word of a lie, I think it honestly oh. might be one of the best films I've watched all year. <laughs> it's brilliant. It is so well made, um, and I had a stupid big grin on my face. Like we're we're fans of horror on the podcast. Yeah, we, we love are. we love a good horror film. We also love a shit horror film. Oh, we love we really love shit horror. It's just a shame that this one wasn't shit. This one wasn't shit. But I'm so happy I enjoyed it because now I don't have to lie to one of the cast members on our, <laughs> on our podcast. And tell them how much I loved it. Unless this it is all a big lie and it's just a massive knows. ruse. <gasps> oh, maybe you're acting. acting. Maybe it's that. <laughs> oh, thank you. Shall we, crack on, you. shall we crack on with the podcast proper? Yeah. Let's do it. Cool. All right. So so I, I, I'm going to do myself first, uh, as is custom. I'll leave the room. <laughs> uh, so so I, didn't, I, I didn't know what to, what to do for... For this section, uh, I added our names into the fez uh, just as a laugh, really, uh, and then drew myself and had no idea what to do. Uh, so I've gone and researched my name. Okay. So, so I've now I now know what what my name means. Andrew means Andrew and Cantalon. I've done both. Oh. Because, okay. Because the, that's my name. Uh, I've, people know me as Andy. It's not my actual name. But yeah, Andrew, my, my name, Andrew Cancelon. What does it mean? Fuck all. 
It's just a name. But <laughs> but it's derived it's derived from Greek apparently. This is going well. Yeah. Greek. Andrew Greek. Is Greek. Andrew is well, Andreas oh. is Greek. Okay. Uh, and Andreas uh, gets its its uh, whatever you've got meaning and and uh, it, it originated in ancient Greek, so it's an old name as it came from uh, Anna or Andros, which mean manly, brave, strong, courageous, and warrior. And they thought wow. that was a fitting name for you, did they? Yeah, right? I'm basically a walking contradiction, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So An- Andrew was was the first of Jesus's twelve disciples, and is the brother of Peter, guardian of the gates of heaven. Nice. So his brother is more famous than him. Yes, yes. Which is which is. Oh, it's pretty standard for any Andrews out there. Look at the royal family. First in the disciples, though, trendsetter. Oh yeah, yeah, a proper trendsetter. <laughs> um, uh, patron saint of Greece, Russia, and Scotland. There you yeah. go. That's quite a jump. Why? Well, from Greece and Russia, I can kind of see like from getting from Greece to Russia, but then to Scotland. Yeah, all without right. stopping off anywhere else first. Well, you know, is is the patron saint of Scotland because our, the, the, the animal of Scotland is a unicorn so all the cool things happen in Scotland What's the unicorn called? Does the unicorn have a name? I'm gonna, I don't know but I'm going to say Andrew Andrew, I think we should go with Andrew Andrew the Scottish unicorn You're right, I'm Andrew, I'm a fucking unicorn <laughs> Are you uh, a bit Scottish? International, I am a bit Scottish hmm, Maybe that's where uh, I, I, um, from. I think I'm a 16th Scottish from the Wallace clan Oh. As in William. As in William. Yeah. yeah. Freedom. So yeah, that's uh, not on my paper, but yeah, yeah, that's something go. else you might not know about me. Yeah, you could do a DNA, DNA test and like DNA... see if you're actually related yeah. to him. International variations of the name Andrew, Kendrew. That's mm-hmm. this uh, old timey Scottish version of Andrew. Kendrew. Is that with a K or a? Uh, yeah, with a K. K E N D R E W. Kendrew. Jedrick is Polish version. I, I don't know why. J E D R I K. And Russia in Russia, <laughs> which I quite like. That's brilliant. Andrik. Andrik is the Slavic name for uh, Andor, which is my favourite. Uh, that's the Scandinavian. And in Scandinavian, it means Eagle Thunder. So That is the best one, though. So if you're looking for a nickname for me. Eagle Thunder. <laughs> I'm, I'm very happy with that. You should definitely uh, then, get then that most... tested on your butt. <laughs> <laughs> definitely going to. Just an eagle with a bolt of lining. Oh, a bolt of lining coming out of your ass. Yeah, fan of that. That's next on my list of tattoos. Uh, so, Cantalon. Mm. Cantalon. Do you know what that means? Any any idea where it comes from? Or no, I know there's a Cantalon brewery mm-hmm. in Belgium. There is. I've got a bottle of the beer here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so Cantillon, or Cantillon, or Chantillon, those are the three variations of this name. It's a medieval surname of French origin. Chantilly is apparently the original original word. Uh, there are two sort of meanings behind it uh, in French. Chanter is, is the word. It could mean builder or person that lives on a building yard. Mm. Which you know is, I, I don't know why you'd want to live on a building yard, really. Uh, or, and this is the one I prefer, 
A professional singer. Perhaps one that travelled between cities performing for the masses. Oh, it's in your blood. So, Interesting, yeah. Bit of there a performing background in my name. Uh, it's actually something of a nickname for singing builders, apparently. They're, they're chant- chanters or, or cantalons okay. or whatever. Eagle Thunder would be a great name for a band. <laughs> it would. <laughs> Well, you're going back to Andrew now. That's not Cantalon. Uh, if I, yeah, but Eagle Thunder. Oh yeah, singer, I'm, yeah. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> Eagle Thunder, the singing builder. <laughs> French record. Well, so it comes from France, but French records were badly kept or destroyed by revolutionaries in the 1792 uprising, and then like records just stopped being kept with names and religions and, and like marriages and stuff. It's just just stopped. Uh, but the earliest record of the name in England was a Huguenot. Do you know what that is? No, I do not. Not a Huguenot is. Not a uh, it's a religious group of French Protestants, apparently. Uh, so the earliest record was a Huguenot known as Richard Cantillon when he married Mary Griffin at St. Martin's in the Field in Westminster on August 30th, 1736. Followed by René Chantillon who married Gabriel Hamard in 1744. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, in that, that was... in that one, what were the last yeah. two names? Uh, so there's Richard Cantillon and René Chantillon. No, yeah, so René... Who did René marry? René married Gabriel Hamard. Oh, so did she change her name to Hamard, or did... I don't know. Because René could, could be a French male name oh, right, as well. Yeah. And a Gabriel or Gabrielle could be either as well. So it's... I don't, I don't know. I oh. don't know. Hmm. Uh, it's also the name of a beer brewed in Belgium. And I, as far as I'm aware, I know there are... Uh, there's uh, French cantalons, Belgian cantalons, English cantalons, Irish cantalons and American cantalons. That's the, those are the places that I know where the name exists, and that's uh, that's 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 the section on Andy. Well, that's feel like we learned something, just not necessarily about you. Well, but we, do, we certainly learned something. It's, it's, it's about me. It's my name. <laughs> well, fuck off, little <laughs> shit. It's my name. Uh, I certainly learned a lot. And yeah, you learned what you your next tattoo is going to be. Deep so, research. yeah, yeah. Ah, I enjoy. I enjoyed reading all that shit. Do you um, know what your name means? It's something religious. There's a same name. <laughs> a good Catholic boy. Are you, though? Oh. <laughs> but what are you, Caroline? What, do you, what does Caroline mean? What does Caroline mean? I'm Googling it. What does Caroline mean? <laughs> Caroline is the uh, girl's name of French origin, free man. Freeman? Free man. As in, like, literally free. two separate words, free man. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> I am man free. <laughs> <coughs> and on that note, <laughs> who fancies a cocktail? Drink, drink, me. drink. So this is a cocktail quiz. A quiz. Oh, it's a quiz. Oh, that's that's good because I don't have a quiz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I figured as we have. Uh, a guest on it's a good time to get a good like head-to-head competition oh, going God. okay so one of you will win would we win if caroline wins 
uh, and we're ever in the same room again, <laughs> I will make her the cocktail of her choice from this list. Yes! And he is, he's a very good maker of cocktails. Excellent. The, the trick is just loads of booze. Yeah. Uh, but if you win, you just get respect because... Oh, why are you going to make me a cocktail? Because then I'd actually have to make it. <laughs> well, you're going to have to make it if, when, when Caroline comes. Only if the world stops It's burning. all right, I'm still <laughs> going to enjoy fair. cocktails in 2050. Yeah. So the way this is going to work, hopefully this is going to work okay considering the delay, but I have a list of nine cocktails. There are nine because somebody has to win. <laughs> um, and I'm going to read out the ingredients for each one. Oh, God. And the first person to name the cocktail gets the point. Okay. Oh, no. I'm just going to grab myself a pen so I can keep hold of the scores. Oh, yeah, we're really bad at scoring quizzes. <laughs> Forget Did I win? Mark. I don't know. Yeah, I'm no. not a clue, mate. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, this is going to be really bad with the delay, isn't it? Yep. Are you any good with cocktails? Well, we can just take it that I win. Well, we could, we could, <laughs> and then you'd be forced to come visit and he'll make you a <laughs> I'm going to come visit anyway. <laughs> uh, it will be ready but on now your, there's free on alcohol on the line. Oh. <laughs> right, so we're clear on the rules. Oh, sure. How, how is your cocktail knowledge? Do you like a cocktail, Caroline? I like them. I don't know how to make them. <laughs> same. Oh, same. <laughs> do, do, you have, do you have a favourite cocktail? It might be on the list. I do, but I don't want to say it in case it gives Ooh. Andy a hint. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, she's saying a dead again. <laughs> Properly competitive. Oh, God. All right, the number one, our ingredients are white rum, soda water. A white Russian. No, no. Ooh, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. You don't know cocktails at all, do you? <laughs> I don't at Rum, really rum. Do. White rum, soda water, sugar, lime juice. This margarita? Nope. Damn it. And this is the one that might give it away. Mint. Oh, God. Mojito. Yes. Mojito! Mojito. Oh! Oh, no. The <laughs> oh, the delay the has walked you over. I'm going to... I believe that you absolutely got it before Andy did as far oh, as the delay goes. Off. So I'm going to give you both a point for that because you both got it. Without okay, anybody else saying the word mojito. <laughs> so, yes, it was a mojito. Number two. This one's oh, a bit more difficult. God damn. We have vodka. White Russian. Nope. <laughs> Peach snaps. Orange juice. And cranberry juice. Sex on the beach. Yes! Oh. Even with the delay. There's a point to Caroline. Yay, yay. That was miles away. It's such a delay. Oh my, oh my god, god. A, that, this is a massive delay. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Here we go. <laughs> it's like ten minutes. This is a popular one. Uh, vodka. White Russian. No. <laughs> Triple sec. Cranberry juice and lime juice. Cranberry and lime with vodka? And triple sec. <laughs> Triple Six? <laughs> no, it does have a, it has an actual name. Uh, Manhattan. Nope. Cosmo. Yes! Oh, they're basically the same thing. Well, they're hey. not. They're, they're, shut up. <laughs> oh, God. You both got a point on the first question on the mojito, and then Caroline is up by two. Oh, for God's sake. Group. So, here we go, number four. Pina Colada. Pina Colada. Pina Colada. 
I'm just reading and I just read as <laughs> Pina Colada, then all the things. So Great. I'm just going to cut that out and no. move on to number five. <laughs> Come on, I got, I said it, I said it. <laughs> number five, vodka, white Russian. Yep. Yay! No, I call boo. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. You did. <laughs> Next one, we have peach puree or peach nectar. And Prosecco. Oh, Peach Bellini. Yeah, it's wow. Bellini. Yeah. Fucking hell. It's delicious. It? I've never had a Peach Bellini. God, it's so Didn't good. I didn't even know it was a thing. It's so good. That is, a Bellini is just, it should be with peach. So it's just a Bellini? Yeah. So it's not a Peach Bellini? Well, she said the word Bellini, so she gets the point. <laughs> <laughs> but you can have like a Raspberry Bellini as well, in, in the defence of Bellini's. All over the world. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not slanting Bellinis. I'm just. <laughs> yeah, you are. Trying to do it with orange juice because it's just easier to get your hands on. So that's an orange Bellini. Puree. It's technically not a Bellini, but they'll call it a Bellini. That's that's Ooh. a Bucks Fizz, isn't it? I'd call that a Bucks Fizz. I yeah, think that's a Bucks, Bucks Fizz. fizz. Yeah. But isn't Bucks Fizz meant to be champagne? <laughs> We're not fancy enough for that. <laughs> <laughs> Champ. Who's getting champagne? <laughs> okay, next one. <laughs> Grenadine. Orange juice, triple sec, and tequila. Tequila sunrise. Yeah. Oh, it's so annoying. (laughs) Why am I so bad at this? Five for Caroline. (laughs) I'm so bad at quizzes. Which, I think that's like... That's it. That's five out of nine for Caroline, so that's a win. But we'll do the next two anyway. Yeah. I've got got two, haven't I? You've got two. I've got two, yeah. I'll take that. (laughs) (laughs) Next we've got... Gin and vermouth. Oh, oh, I know it. Oh, I, it's miss, a, I missed a, the a first martini. word. Yes. Oh no. Gin oh, and vermouth. No. Gin and vermouth. I did the shaky thing with a with a garnish. I saw the hand. Yeah, there, yeah. there were gestures, <laughs> but you had to say the word martini. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and last one. Vodka. Gin. Tequila. Rum, triple sec, and coke. Death. That is death. (laughs) (laughs) Is it an Andy? (laughs) Nope. Is it a Friday night? It is not one that I've invented. Whoa. It's not one you've invented? That's just all... Is that a... Oh, is that a... Uh, Long Island iced tea? That is a Long Island iced tea! Fuck yes! Wow. Yep. All the white spirits behind the bar mixed in with Coke. And so the final score, Andy manages to claw back a little bit of respect on a score of four to five in Caroline's (laughs) favour. Caroline, you are our cocktail champion and I owe you Sorry, how was it it four to five? Because we got, it was one all after question one. Because I didn't give a point for the question that I fucked up. Oh yeah, (laughs) you screwed up, didn't you? Yeah, but even though I got that, I got that right. So it's five all. <laughs> nope, I am the quiz master, and my final scoring is four to five. God damn. Congratulations, Caroline. Yay, thank um, which of our extensive menu would you like? I would like a pina colada, please. I can do your pina thank colada. You. Can, I, can I have a pina colada? When I make Caroline a pina colada. Yes, I'll get a drink. <laughs> I'll just do a big jug and we can all have pina coladas. Yeah. Oh my God. I've not had a pina colada in so long. I had a beer last night for the first time in God knows how Ow. long. And it, I got... Sorry. I had right? 
I need, I need my desk. I'm sorry. Please continue. Why would you do that? That's silly. <laughs> Please, uh, the, you had a beer? It wasn't much of a story. It's just I got drunk because on a beer. Because, what, a beer? Because lockdown, I, I haven't really been drinking anywhere near as much. Wow. I've been drinking just as much. I've just polished off a cheap vodka and cola. Hey. So, we're on air at the moment and you're yeah. drinking vodka. That's... Episode three, you got drink and made three different cocktails, which I saw off. That was for content, though. <laughs> yeah, and this, oh, this is for content, you could argue. <laughs> right, uh, we crack on with the next one. Let's do it. Oh, we're breezing through this. It's way too quick. It's uh, all right. We've got more time to talk about host. That's fair. Uh, so, children's literature. Yes. Children's Caroline is writing a children's book. Really? Oh, hello. hello Caroline I'm... is writing a children's book. Yes. I am. I am writing a children's book. Yes. Wow. I'm writing I a children's book. And she's an artist that does characters. I yes. Do. I do. I Does do. Mean you're illustrating your own book. I am. Yes. Well, I'm learning to. So I started in lockdown. That's how I started doing my little kids' characters. For the cards, because I was really bad at uh, drawing, and I was like, I need to get better at this. Um, and then I started doing like a character a day, and then they turned into the cards because I liked the characters. But now I'm going back to the book, which I'm illustrating. Amazing. Which is yeah, it's really it takes ages though. Oh my god, <laughs> it takes so long. Does it? Does it? Does it really take ages? I'm not an artist, but but but, but like I've I've written a book. I've written a children's book. Have you actually written a children's book? I've written a children's book. I was I was hoping to get Caroline to illustrate it for me. Like I'll 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 read it and I'll I'll give you a word I'll give you word pictures on the way and then, then we'll see we'll negotiate terms. Because you're gonna wanna well, do this. Do you're it. gonna wanna. This might be the most excited I've ever been for one of your segments. So <laughs> can you can you please well, not disappoint me? Well I mean children are idiots, right? <laughs> Children are idiots, um, and they're. I apologise to any children listening. So. Oh, they better fucking not be listening to this shit. Uh, I'm, I'm, they're idiots, and I'm an idiot. So how difficult could it be to put that on a page? Uh, and and you know, I, I I think Caroline will be into this. She'll be well up for for, for illustrating this book for me. Yeah. Can I get a well, firm? Well, I, I can I get a agree. firm yes? Can I get a heavy? We're pencil? not getting a firm yes. <laughs> we are not getting a firm yes. On the record, that is a firm. Definitely, we'll find out in a minute. So I, I, I wrote this last night. Just like it took me about oh, not that long. Let's be honest. I've, I've not put much effort into this. It could. I mean, I'll take notes. We'll, we'll, we'll do some on on air editing if you want. This is the first draft. <laughs> There was once a little rat named Chris. Oh. A little rat named Chris. It's just a picture of a rat. There's a rat. It's a rat. It's a rat named Chris. Chris lived in the sewers with hundreds of little rat sisters and hundreds of little rat brothers, also called Chris for ease. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? So far, no notes. Yeah. It's brilliant. I tell you, it's so easy. And there's just a picture of loads of little rat brothers and sisters. Just the same picture, but loads of times. Yeah, yeah, fine. I'm okay with that. Some of them are pink, some of them are blue. Uh, No, no, just all rats. Just all rats. (laughs) Every night, Chris and their siblings would creep out into the human world and look for food. 
and then it's coming. The, the, all the rats coming out of the sewers, out of the drains and stuff. It's, I tell you, I'm a genius. Uh-huh. <laughs> Chris, Chris likes the rotten apple, and there's a picture of a little rat gnawing on a little mouldy apple. Mm, delicious. Yeah. Chris likes the chewed up chewing gum. There's a picture of Chris licking on some chewing gum that's been stuck onto the pavement. Mmm, delicious. Oops, look out for that broken bottle. <laughs> oh, with the sound effects of the yeah, broken bottle. The broken bottle there. Eh? <laughs> something. <laughs> there's 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 a pic there's a picture of Chris like cutting his leg on a broken bottle with blood just spilling out of him. Brilliant. Uh, look out for that high heel, Chris. Oh, okay, no. we're getting dark now. There's, there's a high oh, heel no. like squashing his tail as he's trying to scamper around looking for food. Oh. Be careful crossing the road. Look what happened to Chris, your brother. <laughs> and there's there's a picture of a of, of 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 a dead rat and Chris running past the dead rat, all squashed by by a car with a tire track over it. That'll be fun. Bit of a tire track over this dead rat. That'd be lovely. <laughs> Ooh, look at that cheese. There's a picture of some cheese. You turn the page. It must be cheddar. Get some branding. Maybe get a sponsorship from 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 someone doing uh, making some cheddar. That'd be nice. Delicious cheddar. Eh? Eh? More sponsorship. We need to get on onto <laughs> someone that makes cheddar. Caroline, just uh, yeah, yeah. Make sure that the cathedral city. Yummy, and he's just mm. chewing down on this cheddar. It's like mm, <clears throat> lovely cheddar, and snap. What happened to Chris? Exactly, and there's, oh. there's just a, a picture of a decapitated Chris on on a mouse trap. Oh no, Chris is dead. Oh no, and that's my book. Would you reckon? Okay, I do have some notes. <laughs> I think it's great, and, and it... <laughs> well, I like the opportunity for um, a sequel or a million because there's so many Chrises. There's so many Chris's. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, it is, the money is in sequels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where the money is. The first one doesn't make anything, but the sequels, yeah, yeah. all over that shit. The Chris, the, saga. the Chris saga. The Chris saga of Chris. What, is there a moral to the tale? Children's stories always have a moral. They've always got to teach the children something. Yeah. Don't eat the cheese in the mousetrap. Also, watch out for bottles, I suppose. And yeah, yeah, watch. Don't litter. Don't litter. You might hurt. You might hurt Chris. And, and careful where you step in your high heels. You might step on Chris. And don't kill Chris when you're driving around. Yeah, it's good. It's good. And leave out delicious food, not just rotten apples. Even though he likes them. Yeah. Would Would you be okay to to illustrate this book for me, Carol? Yes, most most definitely not. Excellent. I'll, I'll... <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in touch. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let my people know, uh, Mom. But there, there are, there are, there are like children's books that are written for adults. There's a video of Samuel L. Jackson reading the book "Go the Fuck to Sleep," <laughs> and it's so good. So there is, there is like a market for children's books that are aimed at adults. Okay, so is this one going to be aimed at adults? Oh no, no, this is for children. Chris the Rat. This is for children <laughs> because this is children's literature. This, is <laughs> but I'm just pointing out that there is this market. So if you feel that this is inappropriate for children, 
then maybe it can slip into that market. I don't see what would be inappropriate about it. Oh, there's not. Okay, fine. <laughs> Other than the grisly murder of your main character that they've it's been following through his entire story. It's not a murder. It's not a murder. It was a mouse trap. He just happened to be a rat. Also, have we seen Lion King recently? Because dark as fuck. That yeah. is it's dark as absolute fuck. definite take, murder take, of the take dad. So yeah, that's life. You live life, yeah. you enjoy your food, and then you get fucking murdered. <laughs> Welcome to reality, children. <laughs> There's your moral. <laughs> life is pain. eating rotten apples. Life getting is stepped on in high heels. <laughs> Avoiding your and dead death. brother. Avoiding your dead brother as you cross the road. <laughs> I, I, I take it all back. There is a moral here. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now that we've analysed it, what do you reckon, Caroline? Will you illustrate this book for me? I mean, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> she says, shaking her head. <laughs> I mean, that's... I think I've written an instant classic. We're talking Pulitzer Prize. <laughs> Is there a Pulitzer Prize for children's literature? There will be after this. <laughs> make a special category. Special category, Andy's Rat Story. That's what it's called. Andy's Rat Story, brackets, Chris. Let's move on, shall we? From is it my turn? This is the last section. This is it. Bees. We've absolutely fucking flown through this. We've got got a guest to talk to, so we've got loads of time to do that. Yeah, we'll do that. I can talk. So, my section is very wild. It actually literally is because it's about bees. Bees! 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 I love bees. I think bees are fabulous. And I keep watching videos on... Somehow I've fallen into Arts and Crafts TikTok and Bees TikTok. (laughs) And there's loads of bees videos that pop up on my thing. Um, Bees? I'm not really into TikTok. Oh, God. I don't really get it. We're old men, so you might have to explain what TikTok is. I've got it on my phone. I think I've used it twice. But I don't even use Facebook Yeah, I I mean, I don't use use Facebook, but I (laughs) have slipped into... You could read this entire podcast as just one long-running joke of me not having social media. <laughs> right, so, bees. Bees? Yeah, I really I really hadn't urged us to sing, like, a song about bees then, but I don't know Go one. For it. So I don't sing know one. Sing a song. Make one up. Make one up. You're creative. Make a bee song. Bees, bees, bees. There we go. There's a new... Nice. Guys, if know. you guys want me to, you know, make a theme tune... Or anything, uh, you know where I am. Uh, got a got a skill set on me there. So bees, did you know bees. that um, uh, worker bees live for about thirty days? Is that all? Just for a month? It's all they live for. Oh, and they literally spend their entire. Well, they're called worker bees. They spend their entire lives working, and then then they die. Great. That's a children's yeah. book waiting to happen. <laughs> well, they made a film about it. Bees. Oh, yeah. I've not watched it. Or was it Bee? Bee. No, Bee Movie. Bee, bee Movie. Doesn't he fall in love with a person? Oh, yeah, I think he does. Is that a thing? I think oh, that this is, is I the think thing that's all the memes. Yeah, the Bee, the bee Movie. I'm not sure. I don't know. Then, okay, so, also bees, they talk to each other through pheromones. So Ooh. when, um, yeah, they like signal each other, they release different things and signal each other. Right. Um, and then 
they you can do a thing so when they people say they're going to smoke a hive basically they are i'm reading this it says temporarily hindering their ability to communicate with one another so that's how they calm oh. them so like if if a hive is going nuts then you smoke them it calms them down because they can't they communicate the uh, pheromones to each other become... to be like volatile. Wow, so that's, that's cool. I did wonder down. why why you smoke a hive before. <laughs> that makes it sound. Whenever I say smoke a hive, it sounds like you're just talking about a joint. <laughs> oh yeah, man, you've got to smoke a hive before you go beekeeping. <laughs> be rubbish to be a bee in lockdown, wouldn't it? Can't communicate over Zoom. <laughs> but actually, bees, I think, have been loving life. Yeah, bees would be so happy. We've not all been yeah, out there fair. ruining the world for yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah? yeah, fucking love these. These are awesome. How many eggs do you think that a queen bee lays every day? Oh, God. Ooh. Hundreds. Nah, it's got to be more than that. It's got to be a fucking... Oh, I don't know, actually. Thousands, thousands. Or one. <laughs> it's either a lot or it's one. <laughs> so, it's 2,000 eggs every day. Every day? Yeah, and she reigns over... 50,000 bees. Jeez. Yas, queen. Yeah. Yas, queen. <laughs> and, you know, when, so when they have, like, when a hive's, like, broken down or something and they have to move a bee from one hive to the other, they literally just look for the bee. So they look for the queen bee because she'll always stay in the hive. A queen bee is, like, ever so slightly bigger than the rest. So the beekeeper will just, like, hunt through and, like, pick them up. Oh. And once there's, like, a little clippy thing, and once they capture queen bee... They put the queen bee in the clip, keep it clipped, and then just move the clip. It looks like a hair, hair clip. They move that bee into the new hive, and then the rest of them all just follow. So that's how wow. they do it. So they have to move the queen bee, and then the rest go wherever she goes. So does she... To, to lay 2,000 eggs every day, how much is she getting? <laughs> So I don't, I don't know how it works. Oh, you're thinking in the wrong way about this, I think. No, I mean, yeah, but there's, that's, that must be torture. 2,000 late... Like, imagine imagine a human think, being giving birth to 2,000 people. I don't think bees are like mammals in the way they reproduce. <laughs> all right. Well, they're all female. All right. So, hang on. So, it says all worker bees are female. Really? So I don't I know it, if that it? means there aren't is male that... ones, or... Because the ma- is there, is there like sure. one designated male bee in, in, in a, a king a hive? Bee. No, not a king, he's a peasant. <laughs> <laughs> he's a dick, that's all he does. He literally just, he's just there to, to... to produce. I mean, this is how the world should work, really, isn't it? <laughs> Let the ladies do it. Because so... we're... men are rubbish. Oh, here we go. So, I'm reading a fact from Google on this Excellent. one. So, clearly done all my research. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, a drone is a male honeybee. Unlike the female worker bee, drones do not have stingers and gather neither nectar nor pollen. A drone's primary role is to mate with an unfertilised queen. I see. So, that's all they do. So, she probably... And that is um, a reference from Wikipedia. So oh, just so, so you guys don't get true. in trouble for the copyright issues of my <laughs> wondrous knowledge on that one. 
Um, Don't be disparaging Wikipedia. Mm. Wikipedia is a fantastic source. Yeah, that anyone can yeah. edit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just, yeah, because I'm, I'm clearly, I didn't come up with that myself. I stole it from Wikipedia. <laughs> so I, I wonder whether, in that case, more females are born than males. Well, there is the whole uh, frog thing where they change sex when necessary. So if there, are, if there is, if there are too many men they can change to female and then reproduce or the other way around Jurassic Park it Jurassic Park it yeah sure Uh, so it might be something like that so everyone's born female maybe but then they can become a drone if needed yeah become a drone if depending on proximity to the queen at the time that's amazing. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not even looking at Wikipedia, to be fair. <laughs> Shall so, we check Wikipedia? Definitely um... not. I think, don't fact check that. That's <laughs> that we'll, we'll, we'll call that. We'll call that as true. <laughs> this is a theory I've come up with on the spot. Let's just ignore you know, the yeah, thousands of years of people studying bees. <laughs> I mean, that's how this podcast works, isn't it? We don't, we don't teach each other anything at all. <laughs> so... Uh, the temperature inside of a beehive in the winter, because they have to generate their own heat to keep it like a functioning hive, yeah. can reach a whopping, I'm literally reading this from, <laughs> blog.alvoli.buzz. Excellent. Oh. <laughs> that they know that about. It's called dot .buzz, which I'm guessing is to do with bees, which is really cool. Uh, that like... means it's legit. Uh-huh. I think it is. It looks kind of legit. They've got like loads of bees on the picture. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it must be. These guys uh-huh. are fans of bees. So. <laughs> um, yeah, so it gets up to a whopping 35 degrees Celsius, which is... In the middle of winter. Yeah, that's pretty good. Wow. They must be boiling in summer. I assume, I assume well, they can regulate the temperature a bit. Yeah. Well, they'll be out looking for pollen in summer, so they uh, yeah. less them in there. That's fair. Uh, bees actually have four wings. Yeah. So I didn't know that. You didn't um, know they had four? I didn't know that. Did you know that they, the bees aerodynamically should not be able to fly? Yeah, really? I've heard this in yeah. the pub as well. I don't know yeah, how true that is. Yeah, I don't know how true Because like, clearly not, they can. They're not, they're, like, the shape shouldn't shouldn't facilitate flying, but they still can. And people don't know why, I think. That's what I heard anyway. Yeah, I think that's a, it's a pub fact, but it's, yeah, a, it's pub, a very entertaining pub, pub fact. <laughs> So, how much honey would a hive produce on average during a season? That's a good question. How long is a season? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Caroline knows how this podcast works. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Are we we talking volume or what? what, How many jars? How many what? Jars of honey. Like an average jar of honey. About 10? One hive. One hive. I'm going to say a thousand. I mean, that, that's quite ambitious. It's 24. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I had, I had I had high high belief in bees and now it's been smashed. I don't like bees anymore. I love give bees. A, give me a thousand jars of honey or nothing. <laughs> you, you can't call them worker bees. You call that work. <laughs> <laughs> Shirker bees more like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, also, this isn't on my fact page, so this could be wrong, but this is something I'd learnt before, which is that bees, the way they actually make it is a bee will get a bit of like pollen, chew it a bit, spit it into another bee, that bee will then like chew it, and basically honey is like 
the regurgitated like food mouth food puke in other words of all the other bees and then we're like mm, i want mouth well i mean to be fair it tastes puke. delicious so can you blame them for passing it on oh this is a nice bit of pollen here you go what do you reckon to that it. i wonder if they taste it could bees taste do, do they know that that's why we're taking it because that must really confuse them that's a bit of my vomit why do you want that human being and we go, yeah, yeah, it's delicious, mate. What are you talking about? Maybe they're just happy that someone's coming along to clear it out, though. They Why are they... Because they produce way more than they need, so we're just sort of skimming off the top like a dirty landlord. I'm Googling it. Why do bees make honey? In short, bees make honey as a way of storing food to eat over the cooler winter period. They are unable... <gasps> we're stealing their food! Yeah. We're stealing yeah, their we're dinner! Just, we're skimming shit off the top. Oh, humans are the worst. We are! We're terrible! We are just rubbish. We're the worst. <laughs> and also, we shouldn't eat that much honey, because basically, like, our bodies are built to, like, look for sugar and stuff, because, and we gorge on it, because when, like, back in the day when we couldn't get many calories, we'd, like, find one beehive a winter or something, and we just, like, eat all of it, um, to, like, store up, and then now, now we just have it on nice. our toast <laughs> every day. It's nice on toast, isn't it? It's nice. Yeah, I, I tend to have a good bit of honey with every breakfast yeah a bit, a bit of that on porridge yeah love it fun of that and now oh. i feel really guilty yeah <laughs> i feel i feel guilty about being human but that's that's kind of the state of that we're permanently I'll in just, anyway i'll but... just check it off with my white guilt my male guilt <laughs> yeah straight guilt human guilt <laughs> just general guilt. i i am sorry for existing Maybe you are a good Christian boy. Yeah, maybe <laughs> just, I am a good Catholic just, boy. Just guilty as fuck. Catholic guilt. <laughs> and now oh. you can't have honey, so... Yeah. But honey is... Actually, they say honey isn't vegan. Well, no, it isn't because well, no, it's because the it's product of an animal. Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't come out of the animal. And they're yeah, not they're mistreated. Are they mistreated? We're, we're stealing it. We're stealing it from the animal. We're stealing True. it from the bees. True. All that hard work... And we take 8%. <laughs> like oh, cats. God. But yeah, so <laughs> that is my wondrous facts about honey and bees. And I bet you're glad you invited me on the show. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Carl. <laughs> of course we're glad we invited we're you on the show. so happy. It's, it's nice to have someone else to talk to that isn't this idiot, to be honest. Wow. <laughs> and now you've got this idiot, so you're all right. <laughs> Next time I'll talk oh. about Marmite. <laughs> Ooh, love a bit of yeast talk. <laughs> Oh, you made that so horrible. <laughs> oh, I miss you, Andy. Oh, that was completely unnecessary. <laughs> that wasn't totally warranted. I loved it. I'm not, no regret. No regret there. Oh, oh, God. Right, so we... Well, what should we do now? Because we actually have a guest and we've, we've, yeah, we've got well, plenty of fucking time. I, I want to talk about Host. I think it's such a good film. <laughs> Ask your questions. Go for it. Oh, I wish I'd written them down now. It, it's just, yeah, for those of you who haven't seen Host, it is a horror film that was filmed entirely over the course of the first initial lockdown back in March. I don't know when you actually filmed it, but that's when the lockdown started. And I can't even conceive of how you make a film to begin with because making a film is such a hard 
project, it's really, really difficult to make it successful. And you were faced with all these incredible challenges of not even being able to be in the same building as one another. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we shot it. It was we actually shot in May, and it kind it kind of came around because we so like a group of our friends who were we're all filmmakers. We kind of started in when lockdown happened. We made like a WhatsApp group. Um, and we would just watch films together and then do like Zoom game nights or whatever. And then one night, one of my friends who is a director, he, he, we were on a Zoom together and he was like, oh, um, cause basically he'd set it up that he kept hearing these noises in his loft and, <laughs> and yeah. And like, and we genuinely were just like, we kept suggesting, we were like, well, like next time we're on, we'll go up there with you. Like you can be on the camera and stuff. So when he said he was going to do it, we were fully encouraging him. We were just like, yeah, like do it. And basically he cut it, it and he'd, he'd done this sort of transition within the call where he then cut it with a bit of footage from this film, a Spanish film called Wreck, where there's a zombie in a loft and it jumps out. He filmed us and our reactions to watching this, what we, and basically he pranked us. Um, and he filmed it and then he put it on like Vimeo and, and it went, it went viral and it was on like Lad Bible and stuff. I saw I saw that video. I saw that video like when it when it happened and when it came but like, where it went viral. I was I was sure I knew what film that that was from, like the the attic bit, and I couldn't place it. I'm so glad that I know it's wreck now. <laughs> yeah. in my, I couldn't place it, and now like now I know it's wreck. It makes so much more sense. Well, things that are like I I mean most of us who were he pranked at the time. I don't think we had a particularly like good knowledge of horror so we didn't recognize it so for the split second that it happened we were just genuinely like terrified um and then after that my natural reaction was to burst out laughing and, I, and then everyone else was like rob are you okay and i was just like ah! <laughs> so i clearly deal with trauma well um, <laughs> and then um yeah and then because like rob's a director and he's he's like he's like, doing really well with his career and then because this had like the prank video got loads of attention it was then kind of started conversations with some production companies in the states and then a few weeks later they asked us to do another zoom and we were kind of like mm, do we trust them <laughs> um but then yeah and then basically they were asking us if we wanted to be in it because they were like we've now got a budget and we can actually make a film so yeah and then, then it kind of it just started from there and then they came up with all of the concepts and all of the scares and what was going to happen and then the team just got going on um, figuring out the logistics and how it was all gonna like actually happen because by the time we actually started filming, the the full on lockdown was easing slightly. So, um, right, like I couldn't have anyone in my house because I live with my dad and he's um, shielding. So we were and like, he's oh. an absolute legend <laughs> so that is your actual dad who yeah. makes a brief appearance in the film then yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh my honestly my mum and dad throughout this whole thing were just so up for anything like they are brilliant um <laughs> they sat in the garden for like two weeks while i was filming because i needed the house to be silent um oh. they let me put up tinfoil on all of the windows so for like two weeks my house looked like a crack den <laughs> <laughs> it was like a dungeon it was really dark bless them yeah they was they were so supportive like they're they're amazing yeah and, and so then we shot and like so some of the stunts you have like they had a really really skeleton stunt team um going to the houses but then they were all wearing ppe and 
like wow. had to keep the distance. You had a medic on site, but he had to sit in the car outside because couldn't have too many people in the house and stuff. But it's um, yeah, it's really cool. And then, so we, there's a DVD release in like January. Oh, fantastic! Um, cool. Yeah, and it's got a behind the scenes on it, which I watched the other day, and I was just so I was like, literally started crying because I was so nostalgic for it, and I was like, <laughs> this is amazing because it was so good as well. Because like I've heard so much about how everyone did everything, but I had. I suppose you seen... haven't actually seen it because you've yeah, been in... that's so yeah. cool. It was, yeah, it was, and... it, yeah, it was fun. I mean, I, the stunts were absolutely brilliant. I had absolutely no idea how any of it. Like, was done. not to spoil anything for anybody yeah. who might be watching it but there is some stuff that is like legitimately tough to do on any regular film set yeah um what was it like acting in something like that um because like as an actor i i find it so helpful to be present around like on the set or on the stage with my cast yeah. i couldn't conceive of acting on the level that you guys had to if yeah. it's just me in front of my laptop or my phone <laughs> <laughs> Um, I find that so difficult. Well, you know, it was really, it was a really, really good experience as an actor. Like, it was probably one of the most enriching acting experiences I've had because it was, because the way we shot it, like, we were on the Zoom calls with each other all day, every day for, like, the whole shoot. And it was really, like, when we do takes, some of the takes, like, we'd be rolling for, like, 45 minutes just oh, like that's the dream going, as an actor. Well, that, yeah, I think it was like theatre. So you really got yeah. to like really immerse yourself in it, and it, it was a really, really good experience. Like I absolutely loved it, and it was and because like all of the cast. So apart from Teddy, who I didn't know, none of us knew at the time. Like we're all good friends now, but at the time we didn't mm. know him. The rest of us, we're all we've all acted together before, and we're all friends. So there was the really nice ease and comfort that we had with each other, anyway. Yeah, I mean, I was just, I, I, it was an absolute, yeah, I loved it. It was, it was a really good experience. I was very grateful for it, especially this year with everything that's been happening yeah, and stuff. Yeah, all the shit has happened in the yeah. industry. That's the thing, I like the know, industry I, and, yeah. I have to know, Caroline, you know, yes. you know when, you know the, the background that you make? Yeah. That you've made for, for the thing. Is that just something you already had? I, I, I could just imagine that you just going, yeah, this will be a funny thing just to have. <laughs> and then, no, then no. he just told Rob about it and went, yeah, I've got this. This will be quite funny. No, they, they wrote it in. Um, <laughs> but I, I was like an idiot and kept trying to record it and then would send the version over and then they, and basically they, I was just doing it wrong. So then um, <laughs> I ended up having a, a Zoom with uh, Jed, who's one of the writers, and mm. he was like... Um, yeah, he was uh, sort of talk, talking me through it. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, I just, I don't know what I was doing wrong. Like, my aspects of my computer and stuff were just being a bit funny. So, um, but yeah, no, that wasn't, that wasn't my idea. Yeah, that wasn't mine. But... So how much, how much of it, because it's only, it's less than an hour long. How mm. much of that is improvised and how much So dialogue wise, it's, it's all improvised. The cool. like so the writers set out the structure and like I found that so the... surprising. Really? Yeah. Oh really? And like like we, we didn't go in blindly, like we knew Why? Exactly where it was gonna go and we had I mean, points and things. Yeah, I understand that. But it it's got a really improv improvisational feel to it because it's basically a found footage film mm. and 
that kind of comes with the territory. You want it to feel as naturalistic as possible, but I don't know. I think it's just um, watching you guys perform it. It just feels like something. It feels tight. Yeah, that's the word. It feels really tight, and there isn't really any waste. There's no fat on it. It's all really trimmed down. Everything gets to where exactly where it needs to be. I mean, Brenna, who edited, is an absolute like wizard she's amazing so i would put a lot of yeah the editing yeah. job must have yeah. been pain in the ass. <laughs> it's yeah it's such a good job <laughs> I mean, she had, so when she was editing she had i think sometimes up to seven cameras so seven lines of footage to sift through and edit every time to like try and get the best shots and reactions of each of us from different takes to fit together um yeah and then sync it all yeah like other, honestly i don't know how she did it like absolutely amazing so impressed and like it is, it is the edit is so tight like she's done an amazing job like it's yeah, yeah. and it, it was so nice because like when we were filming like those takes that we did to so say like the opening bit where we were all like chatting and happy and all of that section I think we probably filmed that about five or six times and each time we filmed it it was probably about 45 minutes long so we like even watching the film for the first time we had no idea what was going to be in it there was one there's one line in it when we sort of do a cheers and like Emma says happy spookies and we none of us even acknowledged that as like a none of us remembered it at all Emma didn't even remember saying it and now that's like the hashtag for the film and <laughs> it's like happy spookies but it's yeah it's um yeah it was re- it's re- it's, it's quite yeah, an it's achievement cool. it's in filmmaking yeah it's a huge it, it's uh, and you hit something really well just at the right time i yeah. think i mean it's 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 definitely a 2020 movie yeah <laughs> it's yeah. the most 2020 you could possibly make a film it's amazing <laughs> i mean so when they were in initial discussions with the production companies um the reason that they were really enthusiastic to go with shudder is because shudder were i think they were the only ones this isn't 100% fact, but this is what I've heard, so I think this is right, um, is that they were the only ones who were willing to, and were, were happy to give the money, like, then and there. Right. I think the other companies were like, yeah, when lockdown eases, when things are a bit more back to normal, whereas right. but because of the subject of the film and because of the, the time that it, we made it, like, the team really wanted to, to have it. Right yeah. Here, right now. Yeah. yeah, that makes complete sense. That's the thing, because it was relevant... I mean, it came out. It came out right at the right, right moment as well. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was good for us because it kind of as it came out, things were easing a lot more. So, like, we were able to have a screening at the BFI, and like, we were able to do kind of at least some of the normal things that you'd get to do with a project that's like doing well, um, yeah. which was nice. But it is. I mean, it's been such an odd experience for us because we've all like made this film, and it's. Like, and then we've done all of the press and like the PR kind of stuff, but we're all still in our houses, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's the least stressful press tour in the world. <laughs> but it, it was so funny. I think like one day we did four or five interviews like back to back, and I was literally sitting in the same seat that I sat in when I shot the film. And I was like, this is so bizarre. It was, it was, it Do you have really the background bizarre. going? Yeah. yeah. See that background on. I don't know where it is. I don't know where the, I think I deleted it. I don't have it anymore. Oh, why would you delete that? It was brilliant. I know. I don't know where it is. But when I was practicing, there's there's ones where like there's a clips of it. So you, so I've got a wardrobe um in the background. You can see my wardrobe and like that's my voiceover studio. So like it's all like soundproofed and stuff. 
and I <laughs> when we were doing like the test takes of what I would do I like kept going in the cupboard and standing in there and then just like wandering out of the cupboard so I, I, I don't have that anymore but I did have footage of me just like disappearing into my wardrobe and then emerging from it <laughs> um, which is I like that that was fun that's host go and watch go <laughs> and watch host when and it comes out in cinemas and buy the DVD and while you're at yeah. it uh, jump on Etsy and have a look at Caroline's cards yeah have a look at uh, Caroline's characters they're so cool. Yeah. They're like the cutest fucking things I've seen in my life. <laughs> and some of them are hungover, so you know. We can <laughs> yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna now draw or draw draw on topics for the next uh, thing. Yeah, I've got um, pairs in my hand. We've actually remembered this time. Well, you have. I've totally forgotten. I was sort of engrossed in what we were talking about with Caroline. Uh, so yeah, uh, shuffle shuffle them about a bit. Okay, yeah, you're the miscellaneous for next week. I've got the miscellaneous for next week. So you draw two, I'll draw one. Yeah, so I've got my two there. And I will have this one. Oh, for fuck's sake. Musical theatre again. I've um, done so much musical theatre. Ooh, excellent. Art. Oh, amazing. I've been waiting for ooh, art. I've got actually, something great. You can actually do a good one. I've got something great for art coming <laughs> up. And, oh, great. Drink. Drink. Right, if you want to redraw, you can redraw. <laughs> I'm going to implore you not to. Okay, well that's fine. That just means that you're getting drunk next week. Amazing, love that. Thank you, Caroline. Thank you so much for being here, Caroline. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I've, I've learned a lot. We've loved what having have you. What have we learned? What have we learned? That's yeah, a great yes, segue. that's a thing you forgot. You I forgot know. to do that. What have we learned? What have you learned, Caroline? I learned that Andy's going to get a. Uh, I don't know what was it a lightning dragon on your butt <laughs> my, my, my eagle thunder, thunder eagle my there eagle we go thunder, thunder eagle <laughs> um, and I learnt that I probably drink too much because I have a really good acknowledgement <laughs> <laughs> I've learnt to be kind yeah. to bees and rats called Chris yeah I mean genuinely Caroline I'll hit you up. I'll send you. I'll send you the. Uh, I'll send you the transcript of of the uh, of of my rat story, and then you can come up with ideas for pictures, and and we'll we'll back and forth, and we'll do that. We'll put that together. Yeah, and then we'll make our fortune. <laughs> Absolute <it>. fortune. <laughs> Thank you, Caroline. Thank you. It's been fun. Thank you, Caroline, for being here. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for listening. This has been Voice for TV, and we will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Voice for TV. If you want to follow us on social media, we are on Facebook, we are on Twitter, and we are on Instagram. Just search for Voice for TV, all one word, no numbers, Voice for TV. If you want to give us a rating or a review, please go to your podcast provider of choice uh, and give us a five stars. It apparently helps with something analytics i don't know what it means we just do this for a laugh uh but go there give us five stars give us a review that'd be amazing i've been andy cantalon you can find me on twitter at andy underscore cantalon or on instagram at andy cantalon if you want to find luke set up a zoom call with some friends light some candles and perform a seance or a reading or get your ouija board out and he will get the message Thank you to our special guest, Caroline Ward. Genuinely, such a fun guest. Please follow her on Twitter at Caroline underscore Ward 1. 
or on Instagram at Caroline underscore underscore Ward for all the brilliant content. Also, follow her on Etsy. Go to whatever you do on Etsy. Just search for Caroline's characters on Etsy, uh, all one word. And buy cards. They are genuinely fucking amazing. Thank you to Jenny Brown for the artwork. Thank you to Jack Smith for the music. And thank you guys for listening. I'm losing my voice. Keep keep listening. Keep doing that thing. Bye-bye. That's what you get for going to the University of Northampton and not Central. Well, I mean, <laughs> Central, Smentral. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine. I mean, not all of us are doing as well as Caroline. <laughs> I'm sitting in my house and I've been out in months, so. Yeah, but that's the world. <laughs> Very true. It is the world. What a world. What a year. Yeah, it's, oh my it's God. It's weird, isn't it? It's weird. So weird. Oh, like I need it. to stop. Uh, recording I'm still going no that's fine we'll put this at the end <laughs> there's, a, there's a bit of banter at the end the outtakes right. find a guest as good as Caroline good luck yeah good luck with that <laughs> I, haven't, uh, I, haven't, I, I definitely don't have any friends who have been in you know actually important and very impressive films <laughs> so <laughs>